from Health 2023 in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the MM&M Podcast. I am Jack O'Brien. I'm the digital editor at MM&M. I'm pleased to be joined today by... Connie Chan-Wang, SVP of Marketing at Headspace. Connie, it's wonderful to have you on the show. First off, I wanted to ask you, obviously, when I think of Headspace, I think of mental health, I think of calmness, wellness, mindfulness. Obviously, that's taken off in the past couple of years in terms of destigmatizing and really kind of bringing it into the mainstream uh, culture, if you will. Curious how you kind of perceive how all of that's gone and what Headspace's role has been in that dynamic. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Headspace, I would say, over the past decade has really revolutionized the way that people think about mindfulness and meditation. We've made it more accessible, simple, and dare I say, delightful. It's no longer just about a monk, even though we were founded by a monk, meditating at the top of the mountain. Mindfulness and meditation is really for everybody. And where we have a real opportunity is that two years ago, two companies came together, Headspace and Ginger. So Headspace, mindfulness and meditation. Ginger is a digital mental health company that has coaching, therapy, psychiatry, and recently an EAP. So those two companies are now Headspace and we offer the full spectrum of mental health care. And the real opportunity that we have as a company and as a brand is to really become the definitive brand when you think about mental health. And so not just redefining and broadening what people think about when they think about Headspace, but really redefining how people think about mental health. Uh, Because right now in society, often people think mental health is only when you have an acute issue, you reach out to a therapist. Uh, But in our perspective, Yes, we absolutely want to serve those who have an acute issue, but we want to define mental health as something that people are taking care of their entire lives, starting from when they're children all the way through to to when they're elderly. I appreciate you kind of detailing Headspace's role in this conversation. Did want to go to the differentiating aspect because like I've used Headspace for years, mm-hmm. admittedly. Thank I've, you. Not a conflict of interest, I hope, but I've had friends that use Calm, that use all these other services. And I'm curious how when you look at that, like obviously it's good, you know, high water raises all boats, more people are using these services, more people are focusing on mindfulness. But when you're trying to look and say, hey, we offer this or this is our, you know, this is our, our product value. What does that look like in comparison? How do you differentiate in the market? Yeah, so I would say two things about Headspace and the mental health category and how we're differentiated. The first is that we now actually offer the full suite of services from mindfulness and meditation to coaching, therapy, and psychiatry. So that full suite of services we offer to our B2B clients and their employees and members. So we partner with over 4,000 employers and partners, and we provide these services to their employees and their members. Uh, And that is a big differentiator, is that we provide that full spectrum of care. So whether somebody needs a therapist appointment, we can offer that in two days, or if they really just need to breathe before a podcast, interview, they can open up the Headspace app and breathe for 30 seconds. Uh, So that is the big differentiator is that we offer that full spectrum of care. The other way in which we have really revolutionized mindfulness and meditation and what we hope to take into mental health care is that we have met consumers where they are every day. So we partner with some of the biggest brands out there where consumers are spending a lot of time. So the Netflix special from a couple of years ago, 
every time I say I work at Headspace, people talk about this Netflix show. Uh, in similar ways, we are broadening the, those set of partners. We partnered with LinkedIn, my former employer. Uh, we also just announced a partnership with Meta, where we will be in the metaverse, a virtual playground for your mind and bringing together uh, gamers and Gen Z into this mindfulness experience as well. So continuing to reach people where they are and to reach people with the message that's beyond mindfulness and meditation into mental health. And I wanted to pick up on that partnership with Meta because obviously it's the news of the day, but also I feel like there's always been this conversation in the past year or so, 18 months, about where are the opportunities in the metaverse? And a lot of people have been like, well, healthcare's obviously got to be there, but you know, what what can that mean for a patient on, you can't go there and have you know a surgery on there or some other thing, but when you think about therapy or you think about mindfulness, that seems kind of like a natural fit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I people are already, particularly Gen Z, I think primarily the audience is male and Gen Z who are participating in MetaQuest. Uh, and what they're looking for from Headspace is a community and an experience that is interactive and engaging and meets them where they are. Uh, so if you think about our experience in the metaverse, it really is about bringing that incredible evidence-based content and the science behind our content into that space so people can take a break from their gaming and be a part of this community and these activities. Where is there still room for improvement? Because obviously we talk about the destigmatization. I can sit here as you know a man, and obviously there are there are differences when it comes to toxic masculinity and people how how they approach their mental health. That's still got to be a lingering issue, I imagine, in terms of people who actually either go for mindfulness apps or therapy or, or some sort of services like that. Yeah, I mean there is so much more opportunity. There was a survey last year with the Kaiser Family Foundation that found that nine out of 10 Americans believe that we are in a mental health crisis. So while COVID really exposed the issue, it actually also worsened the issue. I think where there's real opportunity is probably with Gen Z. Uh, Gen Z is so much more open to the conversation. They're much more self-aware and they're really asking employers, they're asking people around them to have more conversations around mental health. That being said, they're also the most worried about their own mental health. And so we as Headspace are reaching out to, to Gen Z in all the places where they are spending time. Uh, so one of the ways in which we're doing that is through influencers. So there's this uh, influencer on YouTube called the Try Guys. I don't know if you yes. know the Try Guys. They try a lot of things. We partnered with them to try mindfulness and meditation. And uh, in fact, when I went to my primary care provider last year, she, she has Gen Z children and mentioned that she heard about Headspace for sleep through her Gen Z children. Oh, really? <laughs> and that, and they heard about it through the Try Guys. And now she prescribes prescribes Headspace to everybody who comes into her office for sleep issues. So we are reaching Gen Z through, the, through our growth partnerships and our influencers. We're also reaching them through TikTok. And then, of course, through uh, Meta, Meta Quest and through the Metaverse as well. I was going to say, the times I've been scrolling on TikTok and I've yeah. seen an ad for you or for Calm or for any of these services, it seems that it's like, oh, yeah, it's like we know that you're, you know, at times mindlessly scrolling on this. And it's, you know, being able to say, take a break and be able to have that breathing exercise or something like that. I imagine there is an implicit value of saying like, hey, we recognize where you are and we're coming with a service that could be very beneficial for your mental health. That's exactly right. I think that was one of our uh, most popular paid placements was the take a break placement to stop to encourage people to stop scrolling. And one of our most viral posts on TikTok was really a body scan exercise. So it was a very calming, 
short video with clear instructions on how to do a body scan for people to just take a break from from scrolling on TikTok. I am kind of curious too because I know that when I started on Headspace, you know, this is obviously uh, pre-pandemic. Obviously, the pandemic worsened everything, the mental health crisis that you talked about. There has been a lot of conversation, too, about the psychiatrist and psych- uh, psychologist shortage that we have across the country. Where does Headspace fit into that? Because obviously, you talk about having resources outside of mindfulness, but I'm sure for a lot of people where it's like, maybe I don't need to see a therapist, maybe I don't need to go the whole nine yards. Just being able to have that still does help a little bit in terms of alleviating the crisis that we're in. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we definitely have access to therapy and psychiatry or offer our members access to therapy and psychiatry. We actually have a fully employed care team of providers. So these are coaches, therapists, and psychiatrists. So when members come to us and they have an acute need and they need to see a therapist, they can get an appointment in two days. Um, When they want to talk to a coach, they can actually access that coach via text in in under 10 minutes. And so there is access to care at every level. And that's where we want to meet members is wherever they are on their their mental health journey, we want to meet them to help address the access issue in addition to providing therapy and psychiatry to our members, we also want to make sure that they're developing lifelong practices and habits to mental health. So for example, in my life, when I found that therapy, it was really when I was in a moment of crisis. It was seven years ago. I had gone through three back-to-back miscarriages. I didn't come from a culture where people really sought mental health. And so when I got to that point, when I knew I needed help, it was because I was in a pretty desperate state. And so I, I went through my employer's EAP at the time. It was not a good experience. It took me multiple phone calls and multiple phone calls to therapists to find someone who's available. But when I was finally able to find somebody, she changed the course of my entire life. And it was at that moment when I realized I should have been doing this a long time ago, mm-hmm. not just the therapy piece, but just taking care of my mind, taking care of my mental health. And now I have this daily habit of meditation and movement. I see a coach once a week, and I know that in the next crisis moment, because it's bound to come at some point, I have access to a therapist that I trust and know and can rely on to help me get out of that moment. Now, you're talking, your, your message hits home in terms of your own personal journey and how that ties into it, speaking to an Irish guy who had panic attacks and then was able to find... You know, but you don't want it to come to that moment of crisis. Exactly. I think that's the thing that Headspace, I'm sure that that goes into your marketing and saying, like, don't wait for it to get so bad. You want to be able to cut it off at the, at the pass. I imagine that's what in a large part the marketing effort has to be not only for you, but other um, mental health services going forward is saying like, hey, we're not waiting for crisis. We are in the crisis right now. That's exactly right. Exactly right. It's interesting because a lot of our partners and employers, they come to us because their employees and their members are going to them in moments of crisis. So their first question to us is always the same question you asked around access to therapists and psychiatrists. And that's the first question we address right off the bat. We say, yes, absolutely. We can serve those who are in crisis mode. But more importantly than that, beyond that moment, we can really empower them with all of the skills and support that they need to manage their entire mental health journey, not just in that in that exact moment. I am kind of curious when you look at the broader landscape where you see room for improvement in terms of marketing around mental health and mindfulness, because again, I think it's come a long way, even over the past like five years, I would say, certainly over COVID. But I imagine that you still look at it and say, yeah, if we could tweak this, or maybe if we phrase the conversation like that, what, what sticks out to you on that, on that angle? 
Yeah. I, when I look across the marketing landscape, I, I think we made so much progress in culture and in society about talking about mental health. Uh, I was listening to your podcast on man therapy, yes. and they really revolutionized the way that men think about their mental health. But I do still think that there continues to be more opportunity for us to be embedded into the everyday lives of how people spend their time. So, for example, uh, you know that we are about to announce this partnership with Aura Ring. Mm -hmm. So, Aura Ring is something an innovative product that people are using every single day to manage their health. And mental health is health. I mean, I think that's something that we definitely want to get out in our marketing messaging, that mental health is health. And we want people to experience that in their daily lives. And I think the Aura Ring partnership is a really good example of how we embed mental health and headspace into people's everyday lives. So we're working with Aura to give them access to some of our meditation exercises. So body scans, breathing exercises, muscle relaxation, so that Aura members can really find ways to de-stress and get away from chronic stress. And it's, again, kind of incorporating, like, I have my Apple Watch here, but it's being yeah. able to incorporate with those wearable technologies, which I think for a while it was like, oh, isn't it cool that you have this? But now it really is factoring into a longer, more comprehensive look at your at your health, which includes your mental health, too. Exactly. Exactly. I think there's a that's the direction that is really interesting for us to go in as we think about wearables and biometrics and how, how we can take that into the future. Awesome. Well, Connie, I really appreciate you being on the show, being able to talk about everything that Headspace has going for in terms of partnerships and different marketing efforts. Want to ask you since we are in Vegas, and you know everyone's having a great time at the conference. Outside of the conference, what do you like to do when you're in Vegas? I know for some people it's shopping, some people it's going to the sports events or going to concerts. What is that for you when it's coming to Vegas? Oh, such a great question. It's, I grew up in Southern California, so I spent a lot of my childhood here. My parents would road trip here probably oh, really? once every couple months, uh, and my husband used to live here for no two years. So I was here at least once a month for two years. My favorite thing. This is not really a Vegas thing, but Vegas. Is is a very accessible spot to a lot of outdoor spaces. So yeah. Mount Charleston nearby. So when it gets really hot in the summer, going hiking in Mount Charleston is about 20 degrees cooler. Uh, and then it's a great location to hop to Zion, to Grand Canyon. So that's actually my favorite thing to do in Vegas is to get out of Vegas and go into the outdoors. Awesome. Well, we'll be keeping track of who says what here. I think you might be the first and potentially last, but we'll see when it comes to hiking or doing outdoor spaces. But again, Connie, really appreciate you being on the show. Best of luck to everything that Headspace has going for, and maybe we can reconnect somewhere down the line. Sounds great. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate you. 